welcome back to Not Fit for the Final, episode 2.5 for season 37, Spies, Lies, and Allies. We are here chatting about episode, two, officially, official episode two, titled Bertha by MTV, quite fittingly. Thank Bertha? You. Question mark. Bertha? Question mark. <laughs> Ashley Mitchell, we do have you to thank for that one. But Nelson, you, Nelson goes along with it. <laughs> That's the worst part. That's the worst part. But, oh, good lord. Well, welcome back. I'm Emily, as always. And I'm Lindsay. And we are going to get right into it and chat about this episode two. Immediately we jump in, we start off with a little pre-daily shindig. Nighttime shenanigans. Yeah, we got got a meet and greet with our boy Ed. Everyone's like, yo, who are you? (laughs) Can we talk really quick? Ivy League. He's an engineer, bro. Ivy League engineer? That's my people. I'm trying to, uh, which Ivy League school do you go to? <laughs> Main him. question. I'm sure we'll figure it out. I Should know. we pause for a quick Google moment? We will pause for a quick Google moment. Let me just look up really quick. So we have Ed. He, so he's 25. So he must have recently graduated. Graduated. But sorry, this is a little taking a bit of a moment. Uh, blah blah blah. Dude, sorry, I'm reading articles, guys. It's just Cornell. He's from. <laughs> you found it faster than I did. Yeah, I googled Ed the Circle College because he was on the Circle longer than the challenge. So true. Um, he's from Pennsylvania. I know. I'm like reading quite a few of these little shindigs in here. Wow. I, I can't believe he went to go. Wow. That's like really impressive. I'm wicked like, it's smart. Wicked smart. All right. Pop off King. Anyways, we meet Ed. He's adorable. I love, I him. love him. He's, he's so cute. I expected him to be dumb as shit. I'm not going to lie. He, I really expected him to be a brick. He is charming enough that I was like, spoiler alert, rooting for him in the lair, mm-hmm. even though I wanted Emmy to go home so bad. I was like, I don't even care. Like Ed's worth it. Like I was yeah. having such a good time. No, he's adorable. I love him. I'm trying to think. We, so we meet Ed and then we immediately go into this little shindig moment. Nothing too crazy. Good um, old fashioned drunk. Yep. Just nothing too crazy. It's not a bar night. It's nothing insane. But as Amanda describes it, there's some booty shaking. There's people dancing, having a good time. Let me and know why get... Amanda is like the voice of reason slash narrator of the season. Why is she the most level-headed person in this house right Who now? Thought? I think we're just waiting for her moment. If we're, if we're being honest, I think it's coming. We just haven't hit it yet. Oh, yeah. But, you know, she's talking about all this. And all of a sudden, it's a sex fest. Everybody's hooking up with everybody else. We got, we had, there's a little clip of Nadia and Casey sneaking off. Um, mm-hmm. We have Tori and Kells all cuddly, to which I audibly, my brother can attest to this. I literally went, Tori, because like <laughs> this girl is single for the first time ever in the challenge house. And immediately she's coupling up with a dude, Tori. I understand you started on Her a dating previous show. partner at that. Like it, she didn't even have to do anything. Like literally TJ was like, oh, here you go. <laughs> this girl needs some, I'm, I'm glad that she's free of that. Spoiler yeah. alert. Anyway. Sorry. Don't listen to this podcast. If you haven't watched the episode yet, unless you don't plan on watching the episode, cause we'll just cover it all. Still don't because we cover it out of order and you'll be confused. True. <laughs> we try and go in order and it just doesn't work out. But yeah, so we have those little hookups going on. And then Nelson does a little sneaking into Ashley's bed, I guess. And so after he's literally from the couch where he's sleeping with Berna. Yeah. So 
no, Ashley's bed. Ashley's on a bottom bunk across from Nani. And so I think, is it Amanda? <laughs> it's or, Amanda. She sleeps or, on top, of course. Yeah. And like Michelle's in the room too, I think. And Amanda yeah. literally was like, you guys are the bottom bunk whores. <laughs> because Nani and Casey hooked up and then Nelson and Ashley hooked up. We got a little cute old fashioned um, surveillance cam moment of Nelson's foot just moving around a little too much That's, to be inconspicuous. <laughs> yeah. Nelson really be doing the most. The night over vision there. cam of just someone's comforter moving. <laughs> Bed shaking just a slight bit. <laughs> the people on the top bunks cackling silently. Absolutely. It's awesome. I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, did, we didn't see any Fessy Amanda action. She was bu- too busy policing and yelling at Nani. And, yes, absolutely. Um, Ashley, do we see anybody else? I'm trying to think. We Michelle and Emmanuel are starting to drift towards each other. Yep, they both have piqued each other's interest. They're making eyes at across the room. It seems cute. I'm intrigued. I'm nervous. I'm also. I'm, nervous. I always get nervous. I don't want my girl Michelle to get into any trouble. Yeah, well, but that's I a mean, good ally to have. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it depend it, as long as they can both still remain slightly under the radar. I think they could have a little moment to have a little fun and then, you know, let it be, not let it get in the way of the game. I worry about her. We'll get to my worry about her later at the elimination too, but. Yeah, Michelle, my baby girl. I will say though, after this little shindig thing, we get like a daytime shot of like some gym action going mm-hmm. on. And let me tell you, the men in this house. Somebody says it. I want to say it's Corey L or who is it? Somebody says something or maybe it's Ed. I can't remember, but they mentioned, they're like, no, the guys in this house, a lot of go muscles, yeah. not a lot of show. No, not no, a lot they don't, of show no, no, no. They were just saying like, no, it was all positive stuff. And like, then they, we cut to a shot of like Jeremiah with no shirt on and Kells with, the, first of all, Kells is huge. I keep forgetting he's big until they like zoom out and show him zoom next out. to somebody else. Or show him next to somebody else. He's like so proportional that he doesn't look big. Like right. Fessy yeah. looks big because he's like disproportional. Because he is big. But Kells just like, Kells is like, is if you like, zoomed in rather than like yeah. i don't even know how to explain it he's just huge he's literally like you drag the corners of a picture like it stays yeah the same. you keep the ratio yeah, yeah. Quite but then we do we have individual. a like in this house section we had like a more serious conversation go on um with fessy and his partner where fessy they did explain yep. this we didn't talk about it when we talked about the monday night episode because he did say it then too because they were like partying or whatever and the sun hadn't mm-hmm. gone down yet but fessy is fasting for ramadan while they're filming the season yep. which i think is like really cool like cool of him to be able to like in a situation like that that has to be the absolute Hard. hardest way to like stick to your guns because yeah. no one else around you is doing it like you don't have one mm-hmm. single ally so he really like I know. that's he's showing self-discipline that i didn't know that fessy had i had a moment um i'm just waiting though for fessy to fuck up a little and then in his confessional go i just didn't play that strong today i'm everybody knows i'm fasting it's because of ramadan i just i know it's coming i and- know i know he's a big excuses guy but i think he'd blame his partner quicker than blaming the fasting i don't because that esther seems kind of hard to blame esther but seems like kinda blaming that would blame. in a way be blaming himself so i don't think he would do that true true but Yes. So that was a really cute conversation. I did have a moment for Fessy there. I was like, oh, good for He's you. He's not Pink. the total worst. So transitioning into the daily challenge of the episode, 
Um, it's one of those where they start dramatically rolling up to like an airplane runway and Lindsay goes, oh, great. I'm going to hate this challenge today because it's going to be all about explosions and cars. And that is not what the challenge is about for me. But then it actually, the, this challenge ended up being like, there were some layers to it that I didn't expect there to be. So um, basically one partner is going up in a helicopter. They got to hang out the side of the helicopter and drop these gems that I guess have been stolen. I don't know. There's a weird mm -hmm. story behind this one. Um, there's definitely something going on with these gems. I don't know what it is yet. There's been gems in the last two dailies. Right. Or gems in this daily. And then there was some in the partner picking challenge. I think they just can't think of any other spy -y things other than like Maybe. a mission impossible heist down into a bank vault but yeah so basically one partner's got to toss anyway i'm keeping my eye on it if something yeah. happens later in the season i'm gonna call back to i'm gonna have a callback moment just like they do in the show and this clip is just gonna play right here this is my yeah. callback moment. I'm not, for the I'm not doing that because then a that's saying you're right and b that's a lot of work for me but anyway <laughs> um so one partner's got to drop gems out of this helicopter they're like in little bags i guess i don't know if mm -hmm. like it's one gem per bag or like that's Whatever what I think it is. it is. I think it's one gem because I some of the multiples ended up being prime numbers, so they must be one gem per bag. But yeah. um, and they were also seem to be like all odd results from well, what I some saw. Some of those odd numbers were prime, Emily. But anyway, you can make odd numbers if there were threes. You could. I make don't odd get numbers. math. I don't yeah. know math. Okay, <laughs> so um, yeah, it's a, it's a gem in each bag, and they got to drop them down to their partner who is hanging out the sunroof of a Range Rover on the runway down below and trying Fancy. to catch them. And so I, my one problem with this challenge, I think, was A, it didn't seem like the running mattered. I guess maybe it would have broken a tie because there was, mm -hmm. um, I think, at least two teams that tied. I don't remember who finished first, though. So whatever. I'm giving them both third place. But um, the running didn't seem to matter that much because it was like a really, really short run. And then also, it was like a I think dash, like a because it probably took so long for them to film, there was a group in the middle that like got excessively less gems than everybody else because I think the sun had hit a spot that made it a lot harder for them than it was for some of the other groups. Ed mentions that he, when him and Emmy yeah. are up there. Ed, and this guy, Ed he's and like, Tommy. Emmy is throwing these yeah. bags and I literally can't see them until Ed they're and in Tommy front both of said they could Ed and Tommy both said they couldn't see and they were one of the groups that got like in the low teens and then a couple yeah. teams after them if they were shown to us in order it was that chunk of teams right in the middle that were coming up with really really low scores whereas yeah. the teams at the beginning and the teams at the end had bigger scores so I think the movement of the sun throughout the day made that challenge a little unfair I would definitely agree and I mean obviously there's nothing you can do to kind of combat that other than either rush through it or change the direction maybe or that you're stop going stop putting helicopters and range rovers in challenges i don't need them i don't care <laughs> i don't i'm sick and tired i get it yeah. we have to pull the tanker truck out once every season because you paid a lot of money for it but i I'm really am so tired and like the explosives going off behind them while they're running like yeah, yes it makes a little TV, dramatic but i don't care i literally do not if no one's going to die in that explosion it's not worth my time yeah i don't know i didn't mind this daily it seemed filler ish it's not, I don't think it's going to be one of the best challenges we see this season. It was a little entertaining to watch. I mean, it seemed, imagine competing in this. I think that would have been super dope. That would have been wicked fun, but I don't know. It's just, it's clearly not, 
it wasn't doing it for me. I don't know. I, I, I think as far as the like heavy production, let's throw a helicopter into a random challenge ones go, this was one of the better ones of those, but it's whatever. But anyway, beside the point, we have some like standout teams um, with scores that were way higher than mm-hmm. a majority of the other ones. Now, like I said, could have been a sort of sun factor thing, but um, we obviously have... Um, Fessy and Esther finished with 30, which was Esther was hucking those bad boys out of the helicopter, absolutely crushing it. Esther impressed the hell out of me. I don't know what she's just keeps impressing me the more I see her. I am so excited to see her keep competing. Like she seems a rookie to watch, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, Michelle's I, the obvious one. Michelle's up there because of her survivor and you know, just the impl- like the implications she can have on a game. But Esther is up and coming. Like Bandit in the dark. I'm so excited to see this. Esther's a fun one. And then coming in behind them, we had Casey and Emmanuel, which, mm-hmm. duh, like it's Casey oh, and like cool. this guy's no chump either. So, no, yeah, another rookie to watch. Yeah, it just makes sense. And then we had two teams finish with 26 gems. One of them, I think they went together, maybe. Yeah. So, the, one of them definitely you can see who finished first, but I'm done with it. Write that down. It was, um, Priscilla and Nelson and Nani and what's his face? What is his name? Gabo. Gabo. Nani and Gabo. Yeah. So this is the point. I have no idea because this is the point in which my live stream of the episode <laughs> decided to absolutely glitch the fuck out. And I was at, literally out for all of the dailies except for like the first two and then the last two rounds. So I just missed a good solid middle chunk. I mean, granted, they did go one after the other, after the other, after the other, but I missed like 10 teams go. It was insane. I mean, if you want to know who sucked the worst, it was surprise, surprise, Ashley and Huey. So they really need to get their shit together. Millionaire Mitchell, this is not looking good for you, my queen. Yeah. Not like Devin said, we got to change that name. Yeah. <laughs> She's getting pretty close. But yeah, we get a we get a Fessy and Esther win, which mm-hmm. makes them the agency, gives them the power this week. As much as I am excited I hate about Esther. when Fessy has power. I was but, pissed. You know, what transpires next wasn't necessarily the worst thing that's ever happened. So you know I agree. Fessy got pass. Yeah, I don't know. Sure, I was so happy, blah blah blah. Fessy and Esther, I mean, they definitely deserve to win. I'm not going to lie. Esther was doing all the work. And I mean, Fessy played football. If he can't catch this bag coming at his face. like Bro, he was a linebacker, I think. It doesn't matter. You still know how to catch the ball. No, I don't think he touched the ball, but whatever. (laughs) I'm just saying, you have to know how to touch it. Like, you catch it at least. Like, just a little bit, just in case. Yeah, like Pop Warner, probably. But, like, at his elite level of football, I don't think he ever was responsible for going near the ball. Can we get a can can we actually make a phone a friend Hold who's on. in like plays professional football? Like, do the linebackers ever do we, practice? Do we have um, one touching it? Like the ball? Do they ever like like obviously they could end up touching the ball, but that's like not their job. I'm trying to figure out what position he played. Oh, never mind. He was a tight end. He should know how to catch the football. Are My you bad. Fucking kidding me? If I don't know why I thought end, he was a linebacker. I fuck it because he's huge. <laughs> No, but I mean, seriously, Fessy, not impressive from you in the slightest. You, that's your job. Like literally you get paid for it. And like, that's your job. Um, okay, like, you still crush it though. Shut up. True. Esther though, my queen popped the fuck off. You did the most for that. You Dude, did. That's, the that's my QB that. right there. Esther, that's my QB. <laughs> yes. Loved her. Well-deserved win for her. Like it's Ashley. Huey, uh, Dude, Ashley let's, Huey, man. Let's wrap this up guys. Someone <laughs> throw them in elimination. Push- I'm sick of it. <laughs> Actually, I'd be down to keep around just for the drama factor, but 
Huey, you're doing. I like your cute little Irish accent, but it's not doing it for me. He's anymore. so bad, bro. <laughs> I know, and we're not focusing on it anymore because it's not the first episode. He's gonna go. <laughs> He's literally just gonna pop up and be thrown into elimination, and everyone's gonna be like, "Fuck!" I think they're gonna carry them. That's my layup of the season. I'm taking them to a final. Are you kidding me? No, you're taking Ashley Millionaire Mitchell to a final? Yeah, I'm taking. If she's partnered with that chump, absolutely. They have. They've come in last in both dailies. If they keep this trend up, yes, I'm taking them to a final and I'm <laughs> smoking them. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's fair. But all overall, I mean, not the worst daily we've seen, but by far not the best. No. Required minimal talent. Um, let's talk about Emmy really quick, though. Yeah, this girl. Freak out in that. A chill pill. She Okay, so I had her this week for me in fantasy, which ended up, I think, paying off in the end. We're gonna hope. I, you know what? I'm gonna add a meltdown category just, just to zap no! you because I'm sick of it. No, 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 no. This is unfair. You can add it for next week, not for this week. So that is that. Here, no. I'm, I mean, I'm kidding. I'm not gonna do that. It's too much work. But she literally just like throws an absolute. She like turbo style loses her mind. Oh, ninja yeah. style. Even worse. No. Who's the kid that fucking loses his mind in? rivals three in the plane and doesn't skydive okay no no it wasn't like that nate it like, no nate, it, it wasn't was like, that, like that i just watched like, that episode last night i should know but, yeah but like he like she does it you know she just does it yeah poorly. that's fair so this more reminded me of that time where ninja and whoever ninja was partnered with i actually think it was turbo they like won a challenge but before the results were like determined she was so convinced they lost she was like screaming at turbo absolutely losing her mind like throwing a tantrum embarrassing and then they won the challenge so it was like double embarrassing but this is what that reminded me of it was like girl you don't even know like the results yet and you're absolutely losing your shit and it's like challenge number two it's not like this is do or die for you i mean it kind of ended up being do or die but like I, it just was so out of left field. I was like, girl, you really yeah. need, like, there's no crying in baseball. You need to calm down. Yeah. I don't know. I think she was still really, really fresh. She was clearly really, really scared to be in that helicopter. And so, I don't know, maybe the adrenaline was going. Maybe Big she T just, like, did it and didn't cry. Yeah, that's true. I know. I'm just saying, maybe she was whatever, all up in, like, her own head. And she thought it was her fault because she was the one freaking out. You know, I don't know. Who knows? But whatever. It was a little obnoxious. I don't know, Emmy. We got to tone it down a little bit because clearly flying under the radar is not your strong suit. So you got to figure out some way to balance this insane, crazy thing that you're doing. No, and it seems like the whole rest of the cast, like this happens later in the episode too, seems like they're all kind of like babying her. Like I feel like if a whole host of other people acted the way she was acting, people would be like, you're a psycho. I'm voting you in. But like, I don't know what, there must be something like off camera, like some relationships she's built because everyone seems to be like, even like, I don't even like later in the episode, like her and Michelle starting last episode were like on opposing sides of the house. And then Mm -hmm. when Emmy gets voted into elimination, Michelle's the first one to comfort her. I'm like, what the, like, what am I missing? Why are all these people babying this girl? Like, I mean, she was on survivor. Um, Romania, right? Survivor Romania. Yeah, yeah. She, I don't know, maybe her social game is a game that we haven't seen yet. And she has a way of building these genuine connections. Like she says, she has a moment, she freaks out, spoiler alert later, when she's thrown into elimination. And she's like, I'm so honest. I've never lied to anybody in this house, blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm, all, I'm always true to myself. And so I don't know, maybe she is just a genuine person in the house that we haven't, but we haven't seen the way she connects with these people yet. Who it knows? started week one, though, because I watched um, Amanda, Ashley and Michelle's live the other day. And yep. they were talking about how like, Amanda was the one who went to her 
um, and said, do you have anything on anyone your name is getting said in order to flip the house to Michaela? Because the, Emmy was initially the vote. Emmy and Corey right. were the vote, the house vote. And so Amanda was like, do you have anything? And Emmy was like, apparently like knew about the list, but wasn't going to say it on her own until Amanda was like, no, that's something that you need to air out or whatever. So like, even before anything happened, like these, like some of the vets were like trying to help this girl. I'm just confused where it came know. from. I don't know. And, you know, because their score didn't actually matter in terms of the end uh, ending of the challenge, we might as well chat about our new friend that has joined us. Our old that friend that has joined us. We all knew who it was going to be. Like, they're trying to make it dramatic. Like, she's getting out of the car. Fucking like, we didn't. Trailer. Like, they didn't show her 800 times in the Super Trailer. And then in last week's fucking next on. Or exactly. coming up on season 37. Exactly. Production so team. Do better. Our boy Josh is left partnerless. We Absolutely no, no one noticed. No. Um, because who is Lauren? <laughs> no, because. I genuinely, I believe with all my heart, cannot even picture this girl. I don't remember her. I think but she was brunette and I think she was white. So I don't think she was Beside the point, she just yeets out of here, I guess. Yeah, and teacher then, just goes, Lauren has been deactivated, I guess. Yeah. I missed this part too. I missed him announce this. Yeah. And I came back to Amber. He B, literally just goes- her fucking ass out of that car. He literally just goes, Josh, your partner got deactivated. I was like, who, who is his partner? And then he goes, Lauren had to leave. Then I was like, oh, Lauren. Still don't know who that is. So then, yeah, yeah we have a- whatever that was i don't even know what kind of car that was we should probably should have looked it was that like up. some sort of limo or like it, it was like some no sort of... it was a sports car oh never mind it was it comes, something like a ferrari or something it was a sports car comes flying down the runway like just I like said, tj's entrance i'm like like I, I know, well, yeah. so that was the thing actually so funny my live stream resumed and i saw the like the car and i was like <laughs> you were like oh it's tj minute. i was like why is tj coming back out or like did my um live stream go back like did i skip something like what happened and all of a sudden it's fucking amber b walking out girl, this fucking car. and i'm like are you kidding me <laughs> okay i take issue with the way she exited this car a little bit like girl you won, you won one season and you were partnered with the, the most challenge iconic champion. challenge champion of all time like don't aside from johnny bananas aside don't from johnny get bananas, she don't kind do my of dirty like that she kind of no like not aside from like i said what i said anyway um we're fighting the girls are, the girls fighting. are fighting the girls have not been for the final are firmly fighting so she's like hyping herself up kind of the way Ashley did after her first win and it's like you like prove yourself what a couple more times before you start getting loud like that like, like, like you're I allowed it. to be like like go me but like maybe don't walk in the house like that yeah I also get it like you won last season so fresh in everyone's minds probably especially Casey and uh Fessy who are a little on edge right now i think it's probably more in like Corey and nani's minds yeah probably that too if we're being honest but who was the I other mean, guy even in that final who was partnered with nani leroy oh my god i'm so uh, dumb roy lee baby but yeah Corey and nani ran that final too and lost to amber and ct so yeah that's true i don't know it just fessy and casey as we hear about later from amber b when her and josh get back in the house Bad, a little bit of bad blood in that big uh, Big Brother alliance. Well, but yeah, I mean, because they were they were kind of being jerks about her. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, she should be you know coming into the house with some some beef against them, and I don't know how that's going to transpire since she is partnered with Josh. So like, they should be able to like put it aside for something. a little bit while yeah. those partners stick because they're not going to obviously 
go against their own partner's alliance at this point. But Fessy does say something and he's like, mm-hmm. I could potentially throw her down because she's not attached to you if I throw her down as the agency. Yeah. Josh was like, dude, don't be an idiot. Don't take shots you don't need to take. Which is why I said this is a good Fessy episode because Ugh. he wasn't a bozo. He actually- You're giving, he has, he has you're giving him two... credit for doing the bare minimum and that's too much for me. No, he does not deserve your no, credit. I, I, he did I'm not giving minimum. him credit for doing the bare minimum. I'm giving him credit for not like being stupid which in recent like seasons of the challenge that's not the bare minimum like that's above and beyond because they've all been making dumb moves for absolutely no reason and so him withholding from a throwing amber b in b taking a shot at a vet when he doesn't need to like i i don't think that that's like doing the bare minimum i think that was he actually took a look at himself as a player probably in between these seasons and said maybe like playing pedal to the metal the way I have been and throwing my friends under the bus isn't the way I need to go. Maybe. But don't we get stand that. Cute- Johnny Bananas. Don't ever, like, for doing the bear. Get out of here. You don't get to check my moral compass. I can check your moral compass. I mean, Johnny Bananas do be having seven wins. Seven. Johnny Bananas Count do be having seven wins Count with them. so much blood on his hands and people thrown under the bus and literally a million dollars stolen out of his partner's pocket. So don't come at me with this one. We can have the Johnny Sarah argument all day long. <laughs> Maybe we'll get a special episode. Just Lindsay and I talking about Johnny's worst moments. <laughs> you know what? I would love to do a special episode where we just talk about the Johnny Sarah rivalry. <laughs> Catch it coming soon, mini episode. Anyways, back in the house, um, host challenge, we do get a cute that cute little moment with Amber B and Josh where they are like, oh my God, I'm so excited you're my partner. Um, they have a sweet little moment for me. I don't know. I-, I loved Josh this episode. He was really cute to me this episode. I don't know. He made my I day. Agree. This is a this is a good Josh day. He can he can bother me sometimes, but today I was like, oh, Josh. And so, you know, they have a cute little conversation where they talk about obviously the elephant in the room with Josh obviously being aligned with. Bessie and Casey and then Amber B coming back after she says she was like I watched last season as it aired I know what they said to me they Mm -hmm. said about me in that last conversation which to be fair Fessy was definitely worse than Casey was Casey just had her priorities listed out and she listed Amber B where she listed Amber B and she was just being honest I think exactly you know in her confessional which that's what you're supposed to do Fessy was a little bit of a dick about it he said she didn't deserve to be there all this stuff clearly she did I mean Amber B proved a lot of us wrong last season and ended up in the final winning sure she had a lot of help from her partners but still I mean she did the work to get there yeah she had to run the whole thing like it's not like he carried her right and so and she was ahead of CT at some points in that so (laughs) she was carrying him (laughs) low-key a little bit DMCT moment up that fucking glacier (laughs) forgot about that yeah props to DM for that for putting up with that bullshit but god bless her soul anyway i can still hear chris echoing off the mountains <laughs> chris, literally but no I, they have a cute little moment where uh josh is gotta play you know doctor and fix this broken alliance and which is hilarious because he's usually what breaks it yes and i love that growth moment maturity moment pop off my king like i love that for him and so he has to go figure out a way to get bessie and casey to be like amber dude we're sorry let's put it aside like we're moving on like you deserved your win let's keep the strength in these numbers that we are so blessed to have because josh says it perfectly he's completely right when he says if the four of them can stay together they could do some serious damage absolutely and i completely agree because not only do they have the four of them they easily have nani now between her ties to casey and josh (laughs) i mean at first she was obviously aligned to josh first then casey now it's probably switched a little bit but i mean that just solidifies her safety with the big brother alliance and then who knows? Do we have Team Young Buck? Do we have 
no a couple of extra people like team young buck part two sorry like do we have a couple of like extra like ashley whatever like do we you have think, this you think that they're gonna Devin, like you think they're gonna trust fessy as far as they can throw him no not a chance i don't know it could like josh said be very threatening if they let it stay this way it was threatening last season it'll be threatening this season like Josh's brain, he's he's got his head on his head on his shoulders. He's, for once. he's got this figured out for once in his fucking life. <laughs> but yeah, then we ha- we head out to the bar, you know, it's a nice looking bar. Party um, time. I was so they shot the they had those streets going in Croatia. I was like, damn, are they going to a bar? Did they actually no. go out? Are they renting somewhere? Fuck no, it's still the middle of fucking Absolutely COVID. not. They yeah, we've we've already it. had two players get yeeted. One of them was to COVID, one of them probably was. So I know no, they're not going Our out. Our sources will hopefully have an update for us. Our sources um, at some point. <laughs> AKA um the challenge. Challenge T five one one. Five one one Instagram, Instagram account. So if you're listening to this, shout out to you. But, um but yeah, so we have Fessy now go on exactly what and do exactly what fessy does every time he wins a stupid daily challenge which is go on an absolute power trip and only talk game at the bar he's like no fun allowed i am talking game so he goes up to Amanda tries to have fun no no no. i know Uh, yeah amanda's like flirting with him joking around and he's just like yes because i am the agency and she's like god damn it fessy At least she has the, the brains to be like, you know what, Fessy, fuck off today. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't want he any of this. He is literally the voice awesome. of reason in this house. No, literally. She's like, you don't want any of this today. You're fucking lost. Okay. I'm gonna go dance my ass Good off. Luck. Bye. <laughs> you have fun, Fessy. So he goes up to Cal's yeah. and he start, immediately starts trying to cut a deal. Bethany's he's like, a specimen. He's like, listen, you're, du- you're huge. You're a target. I'm huge. I'm a target. We're targets of different sides of the house. How powerful would me and you having each other's back be? And then Kells so is like, I yeah, him. I don't, Kells is like, I don't trust you for a second, big dog. And then Fessy's like, fine, you're going in then. Like, he literally is on an insane power 180, trip. complete and 180. Kells is just like, okay, I don't want to be a part of this at all. So, which might have been a mistake. Um, now, would I willingly, would I willingly align myself with Fessy? No. But if he was in power and came up to me, would I let him think I was aligned with him? Absolutely. Because Idiot move by Kells. I, well, I mean, to be fair, Kells doesn't necessarily know how big the guy's ego is. Whereas right. we've watched it now for three seasons. True. And he does stand his ground. He is simply there. He's like, dude, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't trust your, I don't trust your nah. ass. Nobody <laughs> else trusts says, your ass. Nah. I'm going to play my game. I'm going to play my game. You're going to play your game. And if that puts us on opposite sides, then that's what happens. He literally goes, I would very much like to be excused and like taken out of the, the Taylor Swift quote. When like, I have not asked to be a part of since 2009. Yeah. Remove myself from the narrative. Like... But he says right to Fessy's face. He literally goes, dude, you're only coming to me now because you have power. It doesn't mean anything. It, oh, it would have meant something if you came to me before this, but now you're in power. I think usually it happens the other way. Like someone will go up to someone who has power, but the way Fessy this, works, yeah, this is what he the does. The way Fessy did it, it's absolutely even worse. You look like an idiot. <laughs> you look like a pussy and a half. Absolutely. He's but, like, he's like, well, if I spare you this week when you obviously win because you're ginormous, will you spare me next week? Like, that's what he sounds like. Like, because he's like, nah, fam, you're going and, home. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, it's disgusting. It, props, props for Kells. Ends up fucking him over, but props to him. <laughs> Speaking of foolish men, Nellie T is oh, trying to get himself uh, in trouble. The worst thing he does, though, I literally was having so much respect for my guy, Nellie. I really was. He was doing the most for me. 
And then he's sitting there with Ashley. Ashley is like, I think I'm catching feelings for you. Like being honest, like sure, she's a little drunk, but whatever. She's like, I'm being honest. I'm like expressing like what's going through my brain right now. And he goes, okay, turns around and goes, where's, what's her name? Where's Berna? He goes, Bertha? (laughs) Question mark. But like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I feel like if Nelson had like done his little thing with Berna or whatever and Ashley got mad and he could have like fully pulled the, I didn't know, I thought we were just friends card. But the fact that literally not 15 minutes before she sits him down and is like, I think I'm catching feelings for you. And then he's like, okay, bye. Like, like Nelson. So stupid. I... My favorite thing is CT like coming in here. Like he's like, I'm a little nervous. Yeah, he's because Berna is his partner. He's like, I don't want to get in between Ashley's crazy ass and my partner right now, but I feel kind of bad. And then you have Amber B literally frantically trying to get Ashley to shut her mouth for 37 seconds. Huey gets involved for a hot sack, but then I think he realizes. Yeah, this is when. So this is post bar after they've returned back to the house. Yeah, and Nelson and Ashley are outside, kind of going at it just a little bit because she's like, "What the? Like, clearly you're being a dick." Yeah, and he's like, "No." She's like, she, like, she's like go find Bertha and he also starts calling her Bertha back to Ashley and Amber B just comes in and goes wait a minute is there a name Bertha? Bertha? I think Amber B was genuinely asking a question because oh, she just she, got here she 100% was absolutely <laughs> that was without fail wait I thought it was I thought Bertha, it was Bertha. <laughs> she's like wait a minute what and but yeah and then I mean Nel- like Nelson is playing both of these women and yes. someone other than Ashley needs to call him out because because Amanda needs to Kelly. call him out no, I know Amanda. This is not all. And like to be fair, like Amanda, this is your best friend. It's like your hello, responsibility, bitch. big dog. Well, both of them are her best friends. Exactly. Nelson and Ashley. Like you let this happen. Now she was probably it. in bed. If I'm being honest, I know she was trying. Probably trying. She probably took a melatonin. And was like, I she to sleep. legit yes, might Nelson have gone to sleep. Yeah. She literally probably took a melatonin, crashed in bed, and was like, I don't want to hear. If Nelson although, and Ashley come back, I want to go. <laughs> although where was Fessy? I didn't see Fessy during all this, so. They might have been somewhere else. Anyway, um, then we have the, Devin Walker, the icon that he is, slides I in. I fucking love him. I he fucking goes, love him. Oh, oh, you do, Emily? I do. This is a new development. Mm. I don't care. I've loved Devin more and more and more the more I see him. I do think he plays, a, again, I'm going to re-say what I stated last week. He's playing a very different game than he did years ago, back when he was on Rivals 3 and his first few seasons. And I don't know. He just plays the game a totally different way now, and I'm in love with him. And okay. he's just so diabolical. He gives me Johnny Bananas energy, but no, soft. stop it! Don't soft. don't touch Devin like that. But yeah, I he am. Comes I'm going in, to. He comes in, has his little confessional where he's like, "I think we got to take that millionaire out of Ashley's name and replace it with Meltdown." So she's Ashley Meltdown Mitchell, and I'm like, "But here's the thing, Devin. That's what she was before she won the million. So yeah. you can't just go back." I know like, she upgraded. I mean, though, if she keeps performing. <laughs> she does maybe we she's do. gonna be she's gonna be ashley meltdown mitchell once again yeah absolutely especially she gets stuck with huey for all this fucking time <laughs> poor man yeah and then i mean the next morning they wake up and it's game time baby they are getting ready for deliberation they are chat all the vets are chatting who are we thrown in rookies which one are we going for and i mean this Devin josh fessy alliance seems to stay strong i mean josh has a plan his boys are behind him and they're ready to execute it and the fact that josh immediately goes to fessy and Devin, not fessy and casey yeah interesting i like this little boys moment we have going on i don't like that fessy's a part of it but (laughs) i'll let it slide for now 
But the vets, I mean, come in strong and they, Josh has his plan and Fessy tries, we said this earlier, Fessy tries to throw in that little, Hey, what if we do a vet? Hey, what if we do Amber B? And Josh immediately shuts Josh down. Josh is like, nah, we're going Josh to is Kells. like, you fuck with that. You fuck with me. And I'm not here for that. I'm here yeah. for Kells. And that's the plan. We yeah. got to get this man out. Cause he's going to take on both you and me. And he's going to send our asses home. I mean, he's right. Right. So then within the confines of this plan, we have, we see, you know, everyone wants to keep that vet alliance strong, right? So At we see Devin and Anissa throwing mm-hmm. a little, a little feeler out in Tori's direction because everyone knows that Tori's sort of paired up with Kells a little bit. And they're having they, a moment. They go ahead and tell Tori, they're like, listen, we're gunning for Kells. You can vote how you want to vote, but we're giving you that information. And God bless Tori. She keeps it to herself. Mm-hmm. Real maturity, I think, from Tori on this part, too, because she very easily, I think, could have turned her back on this vet alliance. Even if she told Kels, still voted for him, whatever, it would have said, she says it herself. She's like, I could just out myself as a traitor to this mm-hmm. vet alliance and screw myself because then I have literally nobody. Though uh, she does seem to be a pretty hot commodity. So I, I don't think, know. Does I she think, really have nobody? I think knowing what I know about Tori, if this was maybe week five week six and that she had had more time with the guy she might have flipped on the vet alliance and even if it was deeper in the game so she like thought that it like made more sense to make a move but i think because it is so early she was able to like separate game from her feelings and be like yeah it really would be kind of dumb for me to tip him off i do think she appreciated anisa's little hey by the way we're letting you know like she anisa did a best friend thing right then and that's like hey right that was a smart hey. move on like yeah. this group's part to send devin and anisa because those are yeah. people that tori's gonna listen to yeah anisa for sure because they're best friends and just at this point her and devin didn't really get along last season but they did develop a really good working her, partnership her and devin have always been secret allies even when right. they pretend they hate each other it's a working i think it's definitely like a work partnership it's not for play it's not for fun but they know that they're each the other is valuable to each other they're valuable to each other i think they secretly like each other oh but at this point probably but last season i would argue differently so we start off our deliberation um a little slow this time around doesn't seem like anyone really wants to speak up not quite like the finger pointing that happened last week yeah, but not basically, the exploding firebomb. The agency who thinks they're in charge of everything now just because they won one challenge is like saying some nonsense Johnny Bananas bullshit about how the challenge <laughs> is difficult and you have to call out your friends, even though we're all friends. And then it's very ominous. After it's very vague. Like, like 30 seconds about? of straight up crickets, Josh just goes, Kells makes a lot of promises. And everyone was like, uh. <laughs> and then Kells was everyone like, was like Ooh. Kels goes, what are you on like, about, bruv? And then everyone goes, ooh. And then it was like very back and forth. Like, I know. Kels was like, well, no, I don't. And Josh was like, yeah, you do. And Kels was like, no, I don't. And Josh was like, yeah, you do. And Kels was like, some Ed, raise your hand if I've ever made a promise well, to you. And nobody Actually, who starts that is Amanda, who's sitting yep. right next to Kels. She literally goes, okay, who who has received a deal from Kels? Like, who has Kels yeah. made a deal with? Like, she immediately says that. I'm like, go off, Amanda, voice of reason. I know. Again, popping off, it was, like, show-stopping, absolutely stunning. Who would have known? Yeah, and then Kels, 
starts to get a little snippy, a little, little cheeky, one might say. And he yeah. literally goes, he goes, Josh, like, if I had some covert operations going on, you would this not be so the funny. one to figure it out. You are not Which... the sharpest tool in the shed. And Tori's just sitting in the corner covering her mouth because she's like, literally I can't cackling. be seen laughing, but this is hilarious. Yeah, it was really funny. I do feel bad for Josh because I, I don't know, Lindsay and I chatted for a second about this before we started recording. And I really think that though this was Josh's plan, Josh got sent to do the dirty work by Fessy as he always does. Like he kept looking to Fessy, like, when do I start? When do I start? When do I start? And he was the one to bring up Kels. He was the one, he's the one that's getting his, the blood on his hands. Like, I don't know. It's I just mean, very, at least, at least the way they edited the episode, very beginning of the episode, we have Josh saying, I don't trust Kels. And then yeah, mid episode, no, totally. Josh says, the plan. I really don't think this was Fessy sending Josh to do his dirty work. Has Josh played that role a lot in the past? Yeah, but I don't think this is one of those times. And the reason I don't think this is one of those times is because this plan had Josh written all over it. There is no truth to what Josh is saying. He is lying legitimately straight through his teeth. Like he didn't pull any real life ammo out on Kells. He literally was just like making shit up. So I, it just, it has Josh's stink all over it to me. I don't think anybody else put him up to this. I'm not saying necessarily anybody put him up to it. Like I know it was his idea and I know it was his words, but he kept looking to Fessy like he needed fucking permission. I think I was it like, was more like he wanted backup. He didn't be the want to be the first one to open his mouth because then the target's on his back. So I think right. Josh almost wanted to send Fessy to do his dirty work, but Fessy didn't do it. So that's when yeah. Josh speaks up. Maybe that's what it was. Or maybe Fessy said he would do it. And then we, maybe something we didn't see. Fessy was like, oh yeah, no, no, I'll start it. I'll bring it up when I and talk. He doesn't. And then yeah. he doesn't. And then that's maybe that's why Josh was like, so are you going to do it? I don't know. Maybe there was something we just didn't see. But it seemed to me very much like Josh was, like itching for or and wanting Fessy to jump in somewhere but yeah it ends up I mean it ends up being that Amanda trips it it ends up being just Josh and um Kells back and forth Amanda jumps in at the moment and then right at the end of deliberation Devin jumps in and he's like okay 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 obviously Kells you're being shady whatever but if it's not you then who like if he's lying Give us a name. Yeah. Tell us somebody who should who the fuck are we voting for if it's not you? Because your name is the only one out on the table. Which for right now. I think that makes a lot of sense to steer the the conversation in that direction because like if you're trying so hard not to get voted for and you already know your name's been thrown out, you need to throw out another concrete yeah. name because otherwise, if people want to vote for other people, they're not going to be on the same page and the numbers aren't going to add up to balance you out. So yeah, right. Devin's right. There needs to be an option too if you think you can win a vote. However, putting Kells, I think Kells is smart for not biting when Devin says that because now if yeah. Kells throws out a name, he does look like what Josh is trying to make him out to be. So he... He sort of saves his long run image. It doesn't end up paying off. But if he were to come back from an elimination, he would be able to say, hey, look, I kept my honor. I didn't throw anyone else under the bus. Why would you follow that guy instead of me? So I think that that was sort of a lot of foresight on his part or just like a calm, cool, collected way of thinking while he was sitting there being called out. Yeah. I also think, you know, he was not thinking long term in the sense that eliminations get one with partners and he was saying over and over he was like I can take these people I'll rip their heads off I'll beat them up like I will win this elimination I will come back to this house he it's also said you, I hope it's, it's something not- where it's guys against guys and girls against girls because he knows that he knows right. that if he's tied to this girl nothing's gonna go in yeah his favor. but I don't think he necessarily thought 
that much into that because I think he would have had a better plan going into it. It just, it felt very rookie to me. All the mistakes well, he seemed to make this episode were, felt very rookie. How was he supposed to have a plan going into it? He didn't know that his name was going to get called out. It's not like he got, if he had gotten tipped off. Yeah, no, he should have had did a plan. Know. He, he had a, he had a feeling in his stomach that it was him because he went around, he was watching Tori talk to Anissa and Devin. And he, this is when he had a little confessional where he was like, I feel the house closing in around me. Like I feel my people be like saying my name, but I, Emmy, I'm gonna Emmy said I'm the gonna same thing. Corey L said the same thing. Every single rookie felt that way. There was, he I didn't, if, so. if he had a concrete, my name is going to get said, then yeah, he would have started campaigning for someone else to throw around, but he did get blindsided. Cause he also didn't know that Josh was going to tell straight up lies about him, you know? So sure. he thought he was going to be able to defend himself and he couldn't. So I don't think he could have. So it, did it look like rookie moves? Yeah, but he had no time to save himself. Yeah, I guess that's true. Anyways, we move forward. Pretty much that's how the deliberation part of this ends. Devin asking and Kel's standing his ground and he says, I'm not throwing anything out right now, brother. And we have some closing statements from Esther, though, where she speaks up. We do, actually. And I she's forgot like, about those. She's like, yeah, like, don't like throw in someone strong yeah because i don't want whoever i throw in to come back and you guys want a chance for someone strong to go home so yeah do it go ahead yeah go ahead she doesn't say any names obviously which is smart but she just i don't know a little bit of a bold move by a rookie actually i i like her a lot i I do too it was well placed it was a well-placed bold moment she was able to sit there stand her ground put make herself seem a little bit threatening for you know a team that looks like it's all fessy, the vet, the tall, the big, the guy, the person who is leading the Alliance, wearing the pants of the Alliance. And she makes a statement. She's like, no, I'm just in this just as much as he is. Like Absolutely. I have much of a foot in this race as he does. And so I think it was a really well-placed moment for her. I think, I think she it, knew what she was doing. With this move, She's. it looks like she's playing a similar political game to what Big T did. But it took Big T three seasons to get there, to get to that, like, speaking up. Because Big T always had a grasp on the political game, but it took her a while to build the confidence. It looks like Esther's coming in with the same political prowess, but, like, with the ability to speak up. So I have a lot of high hopes for Esther's rookie. We said it earlier, rookie to watch. I got my eyes on Esther. Do we know what show she's from? Is she Big Brother Nigeria? I have or survivor Nigeria. No, not survivor. It's big brother. Then I'm like 99% yeah. sure, but yeah. Cause she's incredibly, I mean, I know she's Nigerian cause she makes a really powerful like bold yeah. statement and right after she wins the challenge. She's like, I'm the first Nigerian woman to win a daily on the challenge, daily challenge on the challenge. And she's yeah. so proud of herself. It's an awesome confessional. I loved it. But yeah. So I think it's big brother though. Um, but so nominations then go in unsurprisingly it's Kels and Tracy that get thrown in. Um, and they, you know, it's just a done deal and Kels and Tracy are going in and that's it. As for the elimination at the layer, we have Esther and Fessy as the power couple voted in we have you need to stop rewatching ex's seasons they're not the power couple they're the the agency i hate my life i just it's the automatic like first it just makes the most sense to me they're a couple and they're in power it's the power couple it's the power couple i don't give it and the agency's fucking dumb 
<laughs> I don't want to call the same way. I don't want to call TJ the handler. <laughs> I'm calling him Mr. TJ. So, oh my God. Wait, no, let's talk about that. Hold on. So, obviously, we have Kels and Tracy nominated in by the house headquarters, as they call it. Oh, they're fucking names. And then Esther is the first one asked by TJ who she wants to throw in. And remember, she can throw in any male or any female with any partnership. So, she's the first one to vote and for it's for female and she votes emmy which isn't too surprising which good she should have gone in last week yeah i mean she she esther you don't get to stir the pot and then not go into elimination yeah esther i mean esther has good reasoning in her confessional she talks about you know stirring the pot that how she acted at last week's deliberation and so she immediately is like no don't trust you bye you're in elimination valid reasoning whatever um Fessy goes along with her. He backs up his partner. Emmy is the girl vote. And then she has her we, second meltdown of the goddamn episode where yeah. she's like literally crying. I'm like, girl, like Tracy weighs 45 pounds soaking wet. Why are you crying? Why are you so scared? Chill out. Literally chill out for 45 seconds. And like yeah. Michelle, who was literally on the opposite side of the house as her last week, is like, oh my God, Emmy, it's okay. Like, ugh like barf stop crying i'm dead get over it it's the challenge go win yeah she like brings up all of her childhood trauma for some reason it's a moment for her um anyway she then walks down into the lair crying being all upset whatever um fessy then has his little confessional right before he says the male name uh the first male name and he says you know i have the opportunity here he's like like he's so thrilled power trip drama queen with this little speech he's like i could i could do whatever i wanted i could break this house apart like i could blow it over like a house of cards Shut he's up, like i could see he literally is like, he's like i could i could pick a male vet a strong vet and take out a and then they give like little flashes of ct and Corey, and, Corey and nelson yeah and nelson and he's like oh i could take out a strong guy or i could go rookie and have a little he calls it a trust building exercise i'm like this is disgusting shut the fuck up and say a fucking name Just i say don't want to listen to you we all anymore. knew what name he was gonna say it like wasn't oh it just anyways no surprise he votes in kels because why the fuck would he, he piss ed. off everybody in the house kels oh, is already in there ed. big dog never mind he votes ed our lovely newfound friend <laughs> i completely Poor boy. Up. wow i'm just oh. and then um Esther doesn't even think about it. She just goes, Ed. Like, no other words are said. She's just like, Ed. Ed. (laughs) He takes it like a champ. He, like, struts his stuff right down there. He's like, no, because his arms are the size of his face. I didn't realize how little he is until he gets down there and he's literally Emmy's size. I was like, oh, my God, he's a baby. They look like like a set of, like, twins. I love it. And Emmy's, like, the evil one. I I wanted them to stick together because they're, like just like aesthetically pleasing next to each other i know and honestly kind of a dynamic duo but versus kel standing next to tracy it looks like an optical illusion it looks like i don't tiktok reference sedona prince and her girlfriend like the size difference is so that's exactly what it looks like that is the best thing you could with kel standing next to tracy No, I would have loved to see him too. Like, did we? I don't know if we ever got like a really long wide shot of all four of them standing next to each other. Because I wonder. We kind of did. We kind of did. Yeah, I just don't think that there's that much of a difference too between like Tracy and Emmy and then and Ed. No, so there really isn't. So it's literally like, really like a slight, slight increase, maybe like two inches. And then Kills and is like massive. Yeah, 
towering above everybody else. I wanted oh to God. see a hall brawl, him versus Fessy. That would have been entertaining. That would oh, that would have been so entertaining. Oh, we'll have to put a pin in it because yeah. he does Someday. seem like someone who would come back. Kells yeah. does seem like, spoiler alert, he goes home. Um, he does seem like someone who would come back. But yes, so that, and then Ed and Emmy end up being our voted in pair by the agency. And TJ explains they're playing a challenge called Flipping Agents where one player is strapped to this like grate type thing. Mm-hmm. And this grate is on like an axle. So it flips forward and backward. And your partner has to flip you forward and then pull you back with a rope because there are some magnetic puzzle pieces, you know, in the sand of the lair. I guess it's probably like, it's probably like what, 12, 15 feet between the person and then the sand. Some like that. Yeah. Yeah. Probably closer to like 12 ish feet. And you have to use a rope with a, mag- a really strong magnet attached to bring it down, get it to connect to the cubes that the puzzle pe- the puzzle is on, all broken up. There's 12 of them. And then you, as the person who's hanging upside down or forward, I guess, have to yeah. pull it up and hold it while your partner flips you back. I, You're always either laying flat on your back or like forward straight on your stomach. This is going to be another one of those moments where they just need to hire me like on the <laughs> challenge design team. Like I, I actually like this elimination. I'm almost a mechanical engineer. Right. But it didn't have to be a great. Like every time, <laughs> every time Kells was dropping Tracy, I was like, this girl's literally going <laughs> to die. Like she definitely has the great like ingrained on her back at this point. Like it could have just been a board. It really could have just been a board with like a foam layer. No, they really said you're getting a concussion and you're getting like great Back burn. problems for years like, it really like it's the same thing as the like hamster ball challenge that tore up natalie negrati's like skin like why did it have yeah. to be a great like there are other materials challenge producers stop using metal grades <laughs> yeah i really liked this elimination though it, it was, was a really good one it was a really really good one because there was a physical aspect from both guys and girls yeah. but then this puzzle was the fucking time for like yeah I love like a a good multi-stage like elimination like this where it took them a long time to get the puzzle pieces so there was some fluctuation like they were together at the beginning and then Ed and Emmy pulled away a little bit Tracy and Kells catch back up yeah it was really cool and then even the puzzle like once you got to it it kind of could have been anyone's game if they both figured it out right away and the best part is pretty close poor emmy gets stuck on that last piece though for how yeah. long no i emmy was worried flying emmy and ed are they once they get this rhythm down they struggle with the first two and then they get the rhythm down and it's bam 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 absolutely puzzle piece after puzzle piece kels and tracy are over here looking like fucking idiots as tracy can't because even connect the magnet and she didn't understand to stop pulling up at the magnet and then because then the um, i'm not even blaming her off. at all because he was flipping her over too early oh 100 so, it was a mix between the two i think he was sort of being a little bit of a fessy and not listening to his partner not communicating with her at all now is there a language barrier yes but up stop and wait are pretty easy words to understand so i'm pretty sure they could have figured those ones out whereas on the other side emmy and ed are talking back and forth the entire time and it's a little bit of yelling because obviously they're excited adrenaline going and it's emmy and it's emmy true but it's very cohesive communication it works for them and like we they get to this last piece and i don't think i mentioned it when i was describing exactly what the challenge was but this this puzzle is on a cube and it seems that only two of the sides actually have a magnet on them yeah so if your magnet is either underneath on the bottom side of your cube or facing away from you and that's your last piece it's super far um like as far away as i can get you're swinging this magnet it's hard to get it to connect and actually take hold things like that it's just insane 
it I, takes her a hot minute. It tells and um, Tracy almost catch up. I was having flashbacks to a couple of elimination moments as I was watching mm-hmm. this poor girl. Now, again, I've said this in the podcast a hundred times. I don't like Emmy that much, but like she was, I was motivated by her yeah. in this elimination because she was crushing it and like she yeah. was giving it her all. She, so I she love is, that. I have to say, she is entertaining to watch yeah. to, like while she competes. I well, get it. She had a mental breakdown. Yeah. yeah. She had so a breakdown. That's why the first I, challenge too. That's why I start to get nervous is when she gets stuck there. This is a common thing that we see, especially with female competitors in elimination eliminations is if you get stuck on something and you let yourself get frustrated you take your head out out of it and you're lost so this happened to tori when she faced off with anisa she couldn't get her basket over last season and it just she was checked out so she ended up almost catching up at the end but if she had kept her head in it you know it might not have happened and then of course there was nani on my least favorite elimination of all time the little log seesaw thing that Leroy destroys like yep. once she got frustrated even though she was already stuck and there kind of was no hope in the first place there was definitely no hope once her head was pulled out of it so yeah. I was like Emmy dear god just keep your head in it because she is a hothead she does she lose is. her cool and she's emotional clear like she went like when she got voted in like it wasn't an I'm angry moment like Laurel used to get like Laurel right. used to just be like I'm pissed I'm gonna yeah. beat you up I'm gonna rip that's what Kells was like that's what Kels was like. But with Emmy, it's very, um, like, I'm so upset right now. I'm emotional. I'm and, crying. Right. I, I'm angry, but I'm upset. It almost motivated and, her to almost co- yeah. compete even better. And so that's why I think if Emmy had gotten stuck at this point and her partner was Fessy or her partner was mm-hmm. even Kels or, you know, or some of those other guys. Or someone maybe like Huey who couldn't cooperate with her. I'm almost just talking like, yeah, like men- the mental thing. I think Ed really was the key factor yep. in letting her get that last piece because he kept her cool. And that was the key to them staying in that and being able yeah. to get to the puzzle where you have Devin, Mr. Puzzle Master, who thinks that it's every so time, wild. every time there's a puzzle in an elimination, if Devin's not already Nobody in the elimination, he yells to his ally. Him and Wes both, they'll try and teach yeah. their ally how to do it. But Ed literally turns back at him and just goes, I know. And I was like, you, you tell him, man. You, you tell him. Yelling at the top of his lungs. Kels and Tracy are probably still struggling to get their last piece, like up, get her out of there, whatever. And you just have Devin screaming, it's a globe. It's a picture of the planet. And you just have Ed, like a small child, be like, dad, oh, no. I know. <laughs> And then he absolutely awesome. bodies this thing, puts it together in like 30 seconds, two pieces at a time, just like yeah, flying. He literally, he's like, he's like, Emmy, back up. I got it. He's like, and Emmy's like, go, Ed, you're the best engineer in the world. I was like, oh my God. She's like, I did my part. You're doing awesome. <laughs> it was great though. I loved watching it. I loved it. It would have been slightly embarrassing, I think, or a little less fun to watch if, you know, one of the teams like really struggled or like. Yeah, was but it was close. But it was close. Yeah. And there was a great buildup. The puzzle ended. Like, it was long, but it kept my attention. I agree. It, was like, it wasn't like a hall brawl where it's one and done. Like I was yeah. nervous. Yeah, but it was a lot of fun to watch. Obviously, as we've said, Emmy and um, Ed do win. So that means that Kells and Tracy have been deactivated. Um, I don't know. I Like I said, I think Kells is someone we could see again. He seems interesting enough. He's big. He clearly can compete. Like, huge. So I don't know. And people, he had a relationship with Tori. Like clearly he was able to get himself a lot of screen time in just two episodes. So the comp, I don't know, the production might like him, bring him back for another season. I agree. But yeah, so they sadly get the activated. RIP. Yeah. But then our lovely new uh, rookies with their first um, elimination wins, 
notches in their belt or whatever, they get to infiltrate or stay together or go back to their original partners. No, which is I they are each other's original partners. Choice. You goon. Yeah. <laughs> As of when they entered the elimination, right. yeah, they were partners. You're, you're so right. yeah, yeah, I think that if there wasn't this like vets alliance i think if the vet alliance had already sort of shattered emmy and ed might stay together because they do work well together but for political reasons they had to split Mm -hmm. up because rookie rookie teams are like easy targets so they needed to not be a rookie rookie team otherwise i totally think they i can totally see them picking each other later down the line closer to the final wanted to they like seem to have some sort of understanding about like we gotta go like this this was fun but shit we gotta go yeah politically they needed to split up so because again props rookie, to rookie them teams. For being smart enough to smart yeah. props to them for being smart enough to read that move and be like do or die we gotta go right now it doesn't matter how good we were in this elimination it doesn't matter how well we work together it we have to save our own asses and we gotta go i think but- every time at least until the vets start to turn on each other every time there is a rookie rookie team they're gonna get thrown in which is why what ends up happening uh, is Ed steals Tori, which I called like by myself yeah. in my room. So no one has any evidence, but he was like, I'm going to infiltrate. And I literally, he was like, I'm going to take, and I literally was like, Tori, he's going to say Tori. And he said, Tori. I, was I was just like, like, I was like, how, who else could, I was like, I just, other, what right. other vet female would you take that actually gives you a chance to have some power? Like, like I just got, I got vibes from this guy that he would I did like too. work well with Tori. I said to you, like, he's sort of, has similar vibes to a lot of the guys that were matching up with Tori and Are You The One? So mm-hmm. I was like, I can see why he's like gravitating towards her, whatever. And then Emmy ends up stealing Devin, which I was so mad because I, I so really sad. wanted to see Michelle and Devin like pick each other's brains and work together and like do a we challenge barely together. Got to I see wanted it. to see a challenge with an intellectual aspect with yep. Devin and Michelle together because that would have been so sick to watch. And then Emmy ruins it for absolutely no reason. Why would she pick Devin? Like what? what i'm confused but anyway besides I think, the point that i think leaves... emmy has a lot hold on i think emmy has a lot of um intelligence that we're not seeing and like nobody's framing it right just because she's put herself out there to be another meltdowny type person but i do think she understands the pros of having devin as a partner because of his standing not one she has noticed i think that he is very politically and socially protected big brother alliance whatever like i think she's noticed that the vets are all protecting each other one and then two i think she knows he's valuable based on michelle picking him the week before that's what i want to say is i think she wouldn't have done it if michelle hadn't stolen him i don't think devin would have been who she went for i, I don't think, think he that been your, her first choice i think that it made it like i don't know less like I think for her, it was like easy to rationalize. Oh, this is someone that a person would steal. Okay, I'll steal him. But like, it's annoying because Michelle picked him for like way more meta reasons Mm -hmm. than like what Emmy's purposes are. So like Emmy just needed a veteran man. She could have picked Corey. She could have picked CT. Like her picking Devin to me just doesn't make any sense. Like Michelle and Devin, that just sounds right. That partnership just sounds right. Emmy and Devin doesn't make any sense. All they're gonna do is create more chaos for each other. Like I just don't, I don't don't vibe with that at all. And I think maybe I'm a little biased about it because that leaves Michelle with Corey L, which isn't a problem because he's a strong partner, but is a problem is a problem because it's a rookie rookie team and they've both proven themselves to be threats so they're getting thrown in and i don't want that for her i want michelle to stick around yeah it's definitely a kind of sucks for both corey l and michelle who literally just last week the first episode 
had to go into elimination, prove themselves, came out and seemed to be able to skate by this week. Like they are literally just the consequences of like their partners being power houses, yeah. which I guess is partially their own fault because yeah. they did. They picked up. Steal them. I so, liked Corey and Tori together too. I'm so upset. Yeah. I don't know. I think we lost out on a couple of really, 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 what could have been really great and intimidating partnerships, but I am excited to see Corey, Ellen, Michelle work together again, because just last week, I know I said like, oh, it would be so cool if later down the line, they ended up getting back together when rookie, rookie teams are having a better But this isn't enough standing. down the line. I no know. one's going to give it's them a chance kind of, to work together. It's kind of funny, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. My current bottom line of the season is Emmy's ruining everything for me. <laughs> she gets Michaela sent home. She's putting Michelle in harm's way. I can't handle it. So it's just, you'll never pick Emmy for fantasy? No, I, I don't care if she's guaranteed to get 1 million thousand points every week. I don't care. I don't care. Out of principle, I will never be picking this girl. Yeah, but that ends the episode. So our new partnerships end up being Emmy and Devin, Ed and Tori, and Corey and L and Michelle. And for next week, I like don't even remember what was on the next on oh it's a water I challenge and it's fucking song. psycho yeah. that's got what some it is swimming diving jumping off of high things huey is not going to want to do it i bet big t is going to have a panic attack i'm sure emmy's going to be hyped up but also having a panic attack and then we have michelle just bleeding from <laughs> the face i was like that right there but that's the thing is like she's just going to keep going like she's a survivor player she's just gonna well you going. see her already in that clip she's literally exactly still bleeding down the face and she's, like, she's like there's blood stroking. everywhere i don't know what's happening this girl's is it yours or mine yeah, Michelle's like, we gotta move. But, but that's that's Survivor, so. Right, no, it makes me excited to see next week's challenge. We also have Anissa at some point. I think it's Anissa anyway, like smushed up against the wall. <laughs> like, that's this classic. challenge looks dangerous. I'm excited to see if anybody almost dies and has to get taken out in an ambulance. This is, this is one of those challenges I think that's gonna make me go, yeah, I couldn't go on this show. Like yeah. I couldn't do this one, this one. And then there's like the like bubbles one that they had to do that like only Johnny and Abram finished from their team or whatever. I think it was like, was it like, I think it was like dirty 30 or something. They had to like swim underwater to like little air pockets, take a breath. Couldn't do it. Could not do it. Yeah. Oh, I would have loved that one. But anyways. Yeah. We get it. You swim. (laughs) Yeah. I swam. I don't swim anymore, but yeah, next week looks crazy. I'm worried that it's going to be one of those challenges where it's like EO production, you took too far. Like, why did you do all yeah, this? Yeah, where like we can't even tell who's winning and like it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Like the drone it's one. Like, and they do it like for the factor of being like, exactly. like a lot or like intense. I don't know. Or it could be a good old fashioned swim challenge and we love those. Yes. And it could just be really, really wavy, <laughs> rocky. Yeah. I don't know. But it looks like a decent episode. Um, Sadly to say, we are a little messed up with fantasy. We just didn't have the time, I guess, to score it. Because we made the decision to start recording podcasts directly after the episode because otherwise we both get busy and then it doesn't get recorded. But the problem with that is I kind of didn't think of the fact that I take the day or two between the episode and recording to A, um, score fantasy, and B, send out the new fantasy Google form. So... We don't have fantasy to talk about, so maybe we'll fit that into next week's episode somewhere. Yeah, maybe we will start, instead of ending episode the episode with predictions, we can start it with, these are the people we picked, this is how they did in this last week's episode, so these are the standings, and then we do it that way. I don't know, we will figure it out. Uh, we're still going to keep playing, but... We're doing our best. We're, we're trying our best. It's either episodes on, t- it's either episodes or fantasy, so... 
We're just two college students living in different cities trying to <laughs> record a weekly podcast. Like actually though. But anyways, so we will hopefully catch you the up on that next time. That brings us to a close of this week's episode. I have one more thing to say. Okay. Bertha? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>